You're listening. I just, I just don't care. Look, if you're 300 pounds, then you are a monster, and I don't want you to talk. Welcome back to This Is A Work. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and tonight we are coming to you for the first time from the new home of Long Walk Studios slash Kayfabe Outpost One. And I am here to introduce your host, David Two Dogs Hey. Oh, thank you so much, David Hensley. And welcome to This Is A Work. This is the only premier podcast in York, South Carolina, and we are coming to you from Kayfabe Outpost One. I understand that there is a little bit of a sound issue tonight. Uh, Guys, you're just going to have to deal with it for a little while until we can remedy this issue. Uh, So uh, it's It's going to be weird. It's going to be a little more echoey than you're used to, I'm afraid, uh, until we actually get a recording studio constructed. Until then, we're in a very tall building uh, where the sound bounces a lot. So uh, I apologize for that in advance, listeners. We couldn't have an even better situation. And the voice you are hearing is my tag team partner for this evening. It is not Chris the Fashion Plate Barnes. Uh, we had to get a tag in and uh, find a substitute. And here we have Ted. I don't have a nickname for you, <laughs> Patterson. What's up, brother? It's me. It's me. How are we doing tonight, David? I, You know, I'm doing all right. It's been a good weekend. We just got to watch uh, Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've been watching the internet, and people have said this was the best Crown Jewel that they have ever seen, and I'll be honest with you, I tend to agree with them. What are your thoughts? I so going into this, it was really hard not to look on Instagrams because so we're recording this the Saturday after Crown Jewel because it was on like what a Thursday at one p.m. something like that, yeah. So what I've been trying to do was to stay off Instagram as much <laughs> as I could. Sure, and of course, never works out or pans out as anybody would want for right. spoilers. <laughs> and so I saw how things ended. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, just the main. But it was like what we talked about. It's it's finding out how we got there. Right. Yeah. And what's the journey? And I gotta say, tonight's crown jewel objectively was probably the best crown jewel we've had in a couple years. Cause I mean, how long have we been doing crown jewel? Oh God, at least four. And in that four years into our senior year. Fans, audiences, even the matches were better. They yeah. were a very entertaining. The mood was different. The vibe was different. The The wrestling was different and better. You could feel it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Let's get right into it. Let's talk about it. Now, full disclosure, we usually uh, go into the uh, kickoff show yeah. We did not get to watch the kickoff show this Mm -hmm. time. Don't know what happened. It was not on my version of Peacock. I don't know why. No, Uh, tonight wasn't the version that would go in and out of the Spanish commentators either. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, 
But, you know, uh, well, c'est la vie. What yeah. are you going to do? You make it work. Yeah. So we're going to go right into it. Uh, so we start things off with a bang. Edge versus mm. the drip god Seth Rollins. <laughs> Hell in a cell. My, uh, right off the bat, what a way to start. I mean, we jump right into it. I mean, this, is, this was a packed card anyway. Oh, it was. But to start off with... Seth and Edge. I mean, not a bad choice, and especially with a strong match. Yeah. This match started out at 100 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and we we took some dives, we took some dips, and it, it was a fantastic match. It was. It really was. It's, uh, again, it's just Edge's reactions and his, his facial expressions <laughs> are always on point. And Seth... You, you can never go wrong with Seth. No. Seth, for my money, if you had a dozen Seth Rollins, it, it, well, it'd be a very boring federation. But yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, when you have two out of the three of the Shield being some of the best wrestlers yeah, post-Shield. Absolutely. Just the way Seth moves around mm-hmm. the ring, his technical prowess, his, his love for for the business that you can see just coming out of him when he goes into a match. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to top anything that he does, and he did not disappoint. Oh, yeah. Now, the last time we saw Seth, uh, <laughs> or even a <laughs> Hell in a Cell right. over in Saudi, uh, things... Did not go so no, well. Not, um, not always. Um, Seth in the cell just it, not not a lot of good things happened. No, no. It, I, I mean, it's again. I I am a numb nut nobody in this realm. I've only started really paying attention to wrestling since we've been hanging out. Right. So I'm not claiming to be any kind of authority or mm-hmm. anything of that sort. But I just remember the one of the first because I love the fiend. Mm-hmm. I remember the last time I was here, it was SummerSlam when The Fiend showed up for the first time. Right. And we're a few years after that. Mm-hmm. I've seen what happens with Seth in a cell, and it's just not fun for everybody. But yeah. this is this is a change. This is a huge change. As, as I said, these guys started, they hit the ground running. They did not stop. This was a great match for my money. This was the best match of the night. I agree. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, there, there's a few people that joined us this evening that are probably going to give me a little static for that, <laughs> and that's okay. Everybody's entitled their opinion. Um, they've got some other matches that they liked better, arguably. Mm-hmm. and uh, But, but we'll, get, we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there. I absolutely love this match. Rollins looked fantastic. Edge looked fantastic. Uh, Rollins ends up going over. I'm sorry, Edge ends up going over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many things happened. Uh, at one point, Edge breaks off the end of the chair, mm-hmm. and there does some business with that. Rollins ends up getting that bar from the chair, stabbing yeah. Edge in his eye. There, it's it's like you you pointed out that like Seth. Not only with Seth and Cells, but Seth and Eyeballs is, has always been a consistent theme with him. Yeah. I don't know what creative has with Seth gouging out or attempting to gouge out people's eyes. 
but there's something to it that they're just like, you know what? We love this joke. Right. It's, and they're going to keep rolling with it, apparently. It's like the Wilhelm scream. It's just like <laughs> it pops up when you don't expect it and you're not sure if you appreciate it or not. Right on. That's, I loved this match. I gave it four Meltzers. Well, what do you think? Uh, I would I would give it a solid four. Yeah. Like, it was a good standard. And in fact, like I would say like, you know, standard A match. Yeah. Like, it had a good flow. It had a lot of drama. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah. Moving into our next match. Now, this one kind of writes itself. We kind of yeah. know which way this is going to go. This is Mustafa yeah. Ali versus Saudi Arabia's own Mansoor. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, Mustafa Mustafa's had a bit of drama the last few last few years. I mean, especially in the last two. So yeah, he's he's been the leader of his own cult, uh, right. which turned into a four man stable, which they just <laughs> which turned into a group of jobbers, oh uh, which because it oh man, and yeah. it's a lot of NXT guys too, and uh, some damn fun NXT guys too that are just well now it's just T Bar and Mace in a tag yeah. team now, and they're just jobbing, and then who. Who else? It was Keith Lee's uh, fiance. What was? Uh, Mia. Mia Yim. Yim. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we don't know where she is. She's just gone. Yeah, she's just <laughs> gone. Like so, but then with Mustafa just going through, just a team that just was not good at the get go, or was just it could have been good. I was. There were times I was excited to see. Uh, I don't even remember what their name is. Retribution. Yeah, I, I remember being excited, like, "Oh, I like where this is going," and then it just dissipated. Yeah, and it was just disappointment. No, you're absolutely right. It had the potential to dis- be something, bearable. and we it never got off the ground thanks to WWE creative. Yeah. Um, so, and I have not caught up with Mustafa in the last last month. Is he just been doing? His heel thing. He's been tagging with Mansoor uh, oh. for the past three or four weeks. Okay. And so I, w- I would like to preface that I have not been paying attention to a lot of Raw and SmackDown because when when Shelby and I, ever since NXT changed, WWE as a whole has been sitting in the corner. It, it is noteworthy that Mr. Patterson is the husband of uh, uh, Shelby Ray Patterson, yeah. our sister uh, podcast. This is a takeover. Yeah, fun fun fact. <laughs> but so so we're an NXT family, or at least we are in recognition of the past of what it can be. Yeah. But with just with this big change, it's just it's just kind of dampened the taste of just WWE in general. Yeah. So I have so I apologize. That's a roundabout way of saying I apologize that I don't know much about Mansoor, honestly. That nobody else does either because the only time we've been seeing him is the past four weeks. And that that to me is just, you know, we were talking about it earlier, as you said, it was just we, this this match was a puff piece. It was. It was. It, it was a puff piece and you knew how this was going to go down. This is the only time that Vince gives the hometown boy the goods. Right. And you knew what was going to happen when he comes out. It's just, it's the same thing. Now, I'm not trying to, uh, I'm not trying to take away from the match. No, the match no. Was it, I mean, fantastic. it was a solid match. It was a lot mm-hmm. of fun. It's, 
it's just hard not to see of what it is, especially for, well, I mean, the match goes on and there are some really great spots. Mm -hmm. Like Mansoor was really selling it. Yeah. And it was that very, you know, hometown pride kind of match. Right. It's that you love Mansoor because he's, he is also Arabian, Saudi Mm -hmm. Arabian. And then by the end of the match, they bring out one of the, Olympic medalist. What was his name? Do you uh, I, get? Uh, yeah, get, I, get the Google machine rocking here. It's because uh, I, I, I knew it and I was gonna write it down and I didn't. I've been drinking. What do you want? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, it, again, it's just well, the guy comes out in a full head head wrap, so we couldn't really <laughs> tell who it was. In a full and we head. Start, and so we we started to say. Is we the, thought is, it was our truth. Yeah, we thought it was going to get really gimmicky. And because I mean, I love our truth, but you know. Yeah. But it's just he come he come this mysterious man, which I am trying to get the name for. That's okay. Is it? Yeah, I'll you well, you look it up. I'll 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 talk for him. Yeah. Uh so what we have it after the match, uh which was fantastic by the way. I ended up giving that four Meltzers as well. Uh, Manzor obviously goes over. Tara Cometti. Tara Cometti? Yes. There you go. There it is. Thank you, David. And he comes out in a full martial arts gi. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Also with the royal uh, head wrap. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you call it. Um, I, I you I I've been calling it a sorry for years, but I was uh, it I was now come to my attention that that's a dress that that you I, wear. Uh, I I am not as cultured as I seem. Uh, clearly, but, I'm not either. I mean, so right, but uh, but I mean, it's to disguise who he is, right? Because it's this you know this mysterious man comes in and it's just like, is there going to be a great big spot? And then it was the silver medalist that would reveal himself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was also a cool moment because was. he was a Saudi Arabian um, karate champion. Yeah, which Michael Cole, <laughs> what do he say? Called him a what? What did he call oh, he him? Was a, he was uh, a karate guy. He no, was a karate man. No, no, I said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did he call him? He called him a karate guy karate, or karate player, karate fighter, karate, <laughs> which. I don't know. Just everything Michael Cole says is just karate fire. Yeah, I'm going to be a captain sailor. Uh, Why? Fire flame. Just just say an Olympic martial artist and leave it at that. And but nothing can be simple with WWE. We just we got to go all the way around. Yeah, and and if you want to. Say he's an Olympic martial artist in karate. Mm. Uh, or if you want to put a little stank on it, say karate. <laughs> karate. <laughs> if you want to put some Southern on it, just say karate. Karate. And <laughs> so he comes out. They, uh, Him and uh, uh, Mustafa, they jaw for a minute. Yeah. Mustafa come jumps off the rope, starts to come at him, and runs right into a sidekick to the head. 
knocks him out. And it's real clean too. Big pop. Yeah. It, so uh is this guy coming into the to the Fed now? Maybe. It, it'd be interesting to see. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, it's not the first, you know, medalist that they've gotten into the to smack down. It's not it's because also it's also not the first K. Roddy guy, right? <laughs> I mean, I still, you know, they're still like they announced who was the he was the another like Olympic gold medalist for like wrestling that, well, that came during a WrestleMania. What was it? Well, there was... Uh, oh, it was SummerSlam. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, and the most recent. And he looked so unimpressed of being there. Yeah. And he's actually signed. Yeah, that, and that's what I mean. Uh, <laughs> so I, he's, I can't remember his name either. So if this other silver karate karate fighter comes to <laughs> WWE... I mean, it's, it's so not, I mean, silly to say I mean, it like how, that. How could you not? Like, <laughs> it's a... I'm going to be an airplane man pilot. <laughs> Like it's Michael. Yeah. Why do you do what you do? I, I just, why is he? How does? How the hell has he made it this long in the Fed? I mean, I it, the mind I, reels I say that, when you think about. I it. I say the same thing about a lot of people who I don't like. Right? <laughs> how did you get this far? <laughs> All right. Well, moving on to our right, next right. match. Right. Well, how many melters did you give it? Oh, I gave this four melters. Uh, it was a fantastic yeah. match. Yeah. I, I it's a lot of fun. Flawless. Had it had the right amount of gimmick to it. Yeah, it was uh, it was good, and uh, the the story it was it was a little weak because they just broke up this tag team. Mm-hmm. I I I hope you're sitting down for that. But yeah, <laughs> last week they broke up, which you know I I know Vince loves <laughs> tag team wrestling. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He probably. He cried, cried himself to sleep every night having to do that. But uh, yeah, I think that was tears of laughter. <laughs> and speaking of tag teams, it's going to take us into our next match, yes. which is the team of RK Bro mm-hmm. versus AJ Styles and Almost. Now, <laughs> let's talk about the uh, entrances. Oh, let's here. do. Let's do. So uh, AJ and Almost come out, uh, not. Nothing special it's, there. As usual, you know, it's just uh, all of us gawking at how big almost is. Yeah, which is something that we do every single week. I mean, how can Lord. you not? <laughs> I mean, it's, I've, he's getting better. He is. It's, it's very, very slow. You can kind of tell he still is greener than goose shit, but... He's, he's he's getting there. I'm pulling for him. It's I mean he needs he needs to get better. Yeah, he's because he's gonna he, have to, and I, I think mean, that's why he's with Styles. Right. It's just he would be a like a perfect giant. Mm-hmm. It's like he just needs to get a little bit better. Maybe have a flashy move or two. Probably do stuff that Keith Lee did. Yeah. Now that he's nowhere to be found, other oh. than being Bobcat or was it Bearcat? Bearcat. Right. Which. That's another day. That that's another day. <laughs> but but bottom line is almost is getting there. Yeah. But we would like for him to be there faster. We're, we're gonna have to move a little bit faster on that. Yeah. Uh, well now here come the RK bros, and that is the team oh of God. Matt Riddle and Randy Orton, who just seems 
always pissed off at or at a riddle. It's the perfect combination. It's that weird combination. Like I would not have expected loving this. Yeah. It's like coming out with your little brother and your little brother's acting like an ass and you're just like, Jesus Christ, will you just (laughs) knock it off? So Orton comes out, is looking, uh, looks at uh, Riddle. Riddle says, hold on a second and runs to the back. (laughs) Or I'm sorry, rides to the back on his damn scooter. Yeah, he's got his scooter, boy. And he's gone for an uncomfortable amount of time. It, it was it was a little bit of a oh, are we getting there? The next thing you see, Riddle comes out riding a goddamn camel. Oh, it's the best! It's <laughs> the best because Riddle is always fantastic with entrances. He always has been, and he could not be happier oh, to how- be on that camel and orton could not have been more annoyed and <laughs> it's the perfect like big brother little brother yeah energy like it's so good it's just so much fun it, it is i i it kicks I off his sandals this, oh yeah he kicks off the stand the sandals and then the uh the the uh oh the, the graphics yeah the, the snake, snake pop out as soon as yeah it was like it was hanging from the ceiling and like both me shelby and katie were just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> and this match um not as good as the other two but still just a great match orton's tremendous oh yeah riddle it, it's you know, as much as I talk smack about Riddle, which I'm not no. doing as much as I have been in the past. You have not. You have not done it very um, much often. I think I'm going to heaven for the past few weeks alone. There you, you go. Know, it's, uh, <laughs> I've been nice about it. And he's he's doing well, and I and I'm I'm happy for him. I like the team. He's great in the ring. I'll never say anything bad about that. He is absolutely mm-hmm. incredible in there. If it wasn't for the gimmick, I would say strap the world title to him. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, these guys had a great match. As I said before, almost he's he's getting better. Yeah. It's a it's still it's very a slow burn. rough around the edges. Now, the Saudis is Saudis? Can I say Saudis? Is I, that I would think so. Yeah. Okay. All right, Saudis. Okay. The Saudis loved oh, yeah. this match. Mm-hmm. They were, <laughs> yeah. they, they more were than we expected. Much honestly, more than we expected. This the it ends up with uh, RK Bros going over mm-hmm. with the uh, with the Bro Derek, and I gave the match uh, three and a half Meltzers. What What do you think, Ted? I mean, it was a fun match. You know, it's that I always love watching Matt Riddle do his thing. Um, Randy Orton, you know, he's he's one of those talents where I respect him very much. And he always finds a way to reinvent his character or like changes the angle of mm-hmm. it. And I I can respect that because there there was a good time where I'm just like, I'm getting tired of looking at Randy Orton. Yeah. He needs, he needs to take a break for a minute. It's like it's getting oversaturating. Yeah. But with this new pretty much... Would you say he's a face? 
I would say he's a face. Yeah. At, at least for right now. At least for the next couple weeks until Vince decides to break him up. Right. And I mean, he's a brilliant performer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he will. His place in the Hall of Fame is already secured. Mm-hmm. That's just go ahead and mark it down. Um, I I'll never say anything bad about Orton except for when he is bored. Mm-hmm. It is so obvious. Oh yeah. Uh, right now, he's having a lot of fun. He is. And I I mean, I always love it when Matt Riddle is paired with the most straight-edged dude. Right. Because his run with Pete Dune in NXT. That was so much fun. I Listen. The Broser Waits. The Broser Waits. What a great name. And all the vignettes of them, especially, look, my favorite pay-per-view to this day is still 2020 Portland NXT TakeOver. Oh, yeah. is right before when the pandemic hit. It was one of the best pay-per-views I've ever seen. Yeah. And Matt Riddle and Pete Dune come out and they start singing, how much fish can Bobby Fish fry if Bobby Fish could fry fish? <laughs> and everyone starts joining in. You, you can't hate it. No, you can't. And then that was before... He got, uh, Riddle got, uh, I guess the word I'm looking for is silly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, like, back, back in NXT, there was the joke where it's like, you can make the joke that he was a stoner. Yeah. And, like, and that's fine. And, yeah, oh, it was hilarious. But then there, there's then you get stoner, the stoner, and then there's the stoner. Whoa, bro, totally tubular. Right. Go, <laughs> Yeah, that's, and... There's a fine line there. But that's what, we know this now. That's what happens when you get called up. Right. It's just, you got to be, you're going from PG-14 to Y7. Yeah. And this is the one thing that I love about RK Bro, because we've got, we we already understand that we're playing to the children now. And it's gone from the stoner to, well, as we said before, it's the I dude. am the little brother. Yeah. And I am here to bother Randy Orton, a.k.a. D'Artagnan, <laughs> which brings me to a question, since you are filling in for the fashion plate, what do you think about Orton's new look? I, there's this, okay. <laughs> so one thing I'm noticing is this trend. The trend is coming back with fancy looking mustaches. And just mustaches in general, mm-hmm. which I could and I will never mm-hmm. pull off a mustache. I right. can't do it. Right. And for those men who can and for it to look good, much like Randy Orton, mm-hmm. especially Bobby Fish. Right. Because if you haven't seen Bobby Fish over at AEW yet, he looks like Clayton from Tarzan. Right. Like, he pulls it off extremely well. Yeah. And I, I didn't hate the mustache on Randy. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. You have a mustache. Yeah. But then you just give it a second and be like, no, nah, that works. Yeah. And it's, it's, so, I mean, I dig it's it. It's not connected to, to, the, uh, to the goatee. 
and no, it, it just, hasn't. It, it, which I is, like which it. Is, I mean, which is, we need to remember that, especially when we start talking about the main, if that's what we're going to be doing. Oh, why not? Yeah, but we'll get, <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. Right on. Uh, this was a fun yeah. match. Uh, hats off to RK Bro. And I gave this three and a half melters. I give fun it, stuff. I, I give it three. There you because, go. Because AJ was there. Sure. And I don't remember anything he did. It's and it's sad. It, it because if you want to talk about a technical master, and I I realize that he hides that in some high flying maneuvers mm. or just being bland and vanilla yeah. for WWE. He really is something special, uh, but yeah. you're never gonna see it in WWE. You just have to, you just kind of have to know it, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's hard to notice him when he's standing next to a giant, yeah, and, and you are distracted by just how <laughs> large this human being is. Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know they came in that size. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Now, moving into our next match, um, this is our popcorn match, unfortunately, and sadly, it is the women's match. Um, So, we have Zelina Vega, who I I go in and out on Zelina Vega. I I do, too. I I know that she is capable of being a good female worker. I mean, we've seen it. Yeah, we have. Um, but there's something about this time. Uh, but she, it, it, there's a start and stop with her. Yeah. And it's never been more apparent than her coming back to the Fed and this being her second run. Especially looks, after that whole, that whole know, third party, ca- you know, thing. releasing catchback. Yeah. Thing. Uh, it's been. Uh, her her matches look choppy. They look um there there there's no psychology to it, no. which there's, there's not a lot anyway, but would you think it's like fatigue of just like how how it is? You just know, just WWE as a whole, you I know? Would, I'd love to say that, Ted, but you know, I feel like that's an easy answer. I feel like it's it's got to be more than that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but, who, who knows what goes right, on in the mind but, of a wrestler. But bottom line is the vibe is weird this mm-hmm. time. The vibe is weird. The wrestling is choppy. It's not good. It's slow yeah. at times. And it's it scary, too. You know? Yeah. Just you're scared for her partner. It's just like, oh. Yeah. And speaking of her partner. Yeah. I was equally disappointed uh, with uh, Piper Nevin. Uh, yeah, I, I refuse to recognize this bullshit name they gave her. Yeah, because yeah. Piper Niven is an uh, incredible name. It is. That's it a is. cool. That's a cool name. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it? just... I mean, it's just like it's very, it's very much that Scottish name. Mm-hmm. And I mean, whenever Shelby and I did watch. Uh, NXT UK, mm-hmm. Piper Niven was, and I'm, for all intents and purposes, I still want to say is one of the best female wrestlers I've seen. And uh, the first time that I had ever seen her was uh, during the May Young Classic. Mm-hmm. 
and she was uh, she was green then. Let's just right. put it that way. She was green, but you could tell she there was some there, there was some potential there. There was some yeah. kinetic oh, potential absolutely. that we she was could great on harness. The, she was great on the mic. She did a whole lot of like really intense stunts. Mm-hmm. She she's fantastic when she is allowed to be. Yeah, but uh, where. But we get to tonight mm-hmm. and going through this odyssey of, of yet another. And granted, she is rolling with it. I got to sure. give it. I got to give it to Piper. She is rolling with this dewdrop bullshit. Yeah. And she's making it work, which she's God, trying. God bless her. She has not convinced me yet. But I, uh, I, I mean, again, I like Shelby. I hold on to the past. Me, as do I. That's, and I think back to all the matches I've seen of her on NXT UK, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I know you're better than this. Mm-hmm. I know know that you, I see you. I, I was also, I, I've seen the internet uh, since Thursday, and mm-hmm. I've seen a couple people talking, saying that the women's match... Uh, and the one they're talking about is Nevin and Zelina saying that it was good uh, even though it was short. Uh, I don't know where you're getting that from because this was not a good match. And I just wonder, why would you say that? It's It, it felt real slow. It was. It was very much, like I said before, it's just fatigue. Is mm-hmm. the word, um, and I that mean, that's probably has something to do with it, especially tonight. Mm-hmm. Since, I mean, if you look at what they did, they had to ju- hop on a plane mm-hmm. Wednesday, go all the way over to uh, Saudi Arabia, get ready, do press, get their match down, go out there and do it. You have to keep in mind the temperature is just night and day over mm-hmm. there it's horribly hot um was was this the first no this isn't the first time Zelina was in Saudi Arabia but it is the first time for Piper to be there right um I think it was the first time for Zelina and Piper so, I could be wrong about so I that. mean so but that's to add to what you're saying is that they're not used to the climate there I mean, that's, I a mean po- they- that, that's a possibility, and I am making some excuses for him because I like Piper. Right, and I mean, that, that's really the heavy lifting we're doing, yeah. much like the heavy lifting Piper had to do. Yeah. Um, it's, there's really not a lot to say. This, yeah. was, this was a shit match. Uh, it only went on for maybe three or four minutes, mm-hmm. and you know, Zelina goes over, which right off the does she deserve it? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess. But it's, shouldn't we have put our best foot forward on this one? And I think that one's Piper. Yeah, and especially like her going, Piper going through the story, the the cringeworthy storylines of the last few months with like, Eva Marie. Jesus Christ! For Christ's sake! Like I, I could, I couldn't look. I mean, it's like there's a reason why Botchamania uses that tr- bullshit trip scene mm-hmm. for for the last few Botchamanias. That's their credits yeah. scene. Like, oh my god! It's it's so it's like 
she needs something within the next year. You know, she needs like a real good hard earned victory or something, you know? And, you know, I, I feel like something that's, they said, okay, we're going to have this waiting in the wings. Uh, but eventually we're going to do this. I think we need to go ahead and pull the trigger on Piper Nevins versus Nia Jax and have Piper go over. This is not a feud. Let me just make it. This is just me armchair booking this thing. I would not make this a feud because I wouldn't do that to Piper. Uh, This is a one-time match in a pay-per-view. She goes over and she goes over clean and... There it is. See, you say you don't want this. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you're speaking it, there's a strong probability it's going to happen. Oh, it is. It is. And, oh, God. Because, well, I know how Pritchard thinks. I I know how Pritchard thinks, and I know he's wanting to put this in. But he's like, I don't want to do it yet, though. We're gonna build them up first, oh, and, and plus Nia's out for some weird reason we don't know. I what mean, the you is. roll, spin the wheel, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, there's there's not a lot to say about this match. This yeah. was shit. Um, yeah, we're sorry, Piper. Yeah, <laughs> like that that that's that's the bottom bottom and of this is this. We're sorry. We're con- sorry. Congratulations to Zelina. Yeah, I, I guess not to say I'm not a fan because I am. I'll watch your husband. Yeah. Uh, so she is so, the new so queen of the ring. Yeah, good, good for her. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we'll see see where that goes. Kind of a letdown on that. I mean, you know, it. There might be a feud starting with her and Piper Niven, and maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't, wanna, I don't wanna see it though. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't want to see that. Feud. I just wish good things for Piper. Honestly. I do too. That's what we got away. From, that's what we came away with this match. Right. With just <laughs> good things just, for Piper. Just. Uh. <laughs> I gave this match. Uh, 1.5 melters. I, I can't yeah. do any better than that. Yeah, I agree. I'm a little disappointed in all the people that says this was a good match. It was not. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, bad matches, um, mm. I was a little bit surprised by this next one. We have Goldberg mm-hmm. versus Bobby Lashley. What? Now, we'll say this. <laughs> we had more fun making fun of Goldberg <laughs> yeah, during this match. <laughs> I mean... Is him and Bobby like honestly? I I had a lot of fun with this match because half of the time we were like being mystery science theater about it. Absolutely, because like, it's no real human sweats like a fountain like Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah. Like I I don't know a person that loses like the seventy five percent of water that's in your body like Bobby Lashley. I mean, th- this is. We know how he has abs now. Because yeah. It's <laughs> There's hilly. no water weight. <laughs> Once he comes back, he's got to stick a hose pipe in his mouth and just turn it on full blast because he is completely dehydrated. <laughs> it all just fell out of him. He just starts making out with the camels. At one point, he, he was walking up the ramp and he slung his head and you saw mist. Mm-hmm. You saw it. I mean, and it was thick. It was like raindrops. It, it was like an Inya video. <laughs> it, was, 
It's like you could see it in slow motion. It's just like, what the hell? And then on the other side of this coin is Oldberg. <laughs> what? And and him just lumbering around the ring trying to I don't even want to say wrestle. I mean, he's just he's, he's trying to find the breakfast bar. Yeah, he's he's trying to get to Hardee's. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so he can get his sausage biscuit and sit down with his nana. It's it's it's, it's just wild how he is Still going, and it is not graceful. It's not. It's because, like, how how old is Goldberg again? Uh, I want to say 53. 53, 52, something like that. Isn't Sting in his 60s? No, but he's getting damn close. He's getting damn close. Yeah. Is Goldberg older than Sting? No. No. No, Sting is considerably older. So that is is depressing Mm -hmm. that Sting, a man older than you, is working crazy shows and is still taking bumps. Yeah. And what do you got? Uh, Sting is 62 years old. There you are. So 60. So yeah, so I was right. He was in his 60s and Goldberg is in his 50s. Yeah. Goldberg uh, outwardly appears to be in better shape than Sting. Uh, well, he's got paper thin skin then. Yeah. Oldberg is 54. 54. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's How how is he moving like he has no leg? <laughs> I mean, he's just It's really it's it's the it's the Louis CK bit. He's bent <laughs> over, he's walking. Yeah, it's yeah. cold. <laughs> We're going to go down to the bodega and get a cracker. Yeah, let's get a cracker. And it's just, then <laughs> you, you gotta get, I mean, that that was most of the jokes of the night. It was just yeah, like, pretty much it. Here! Yeah. Uh, it, it was just me making old man noises, just like, the, pretty much. And it's we, we had the best time doing that. Um, now, the match itself, I'm not going to say anything bad about Bobby Lashley's wrestling anymore yeah. because I think he's come full circle. He really and, has. And um, I dare say I'm a fan yeah. uh, of Lashley. I realize this time last year, I believe I said something to the tune of, I hate Bobby Lashley. I don't just hate his wrestling. I hate him for what he chooses to be, <laughs> which is that. exist. And <laughs> I mean, we were all like pretty over Bobby Lashley for a minute, especially yeah. when he was, uh, it was early hurt business. Yeah. Was when we were just like, because <sighs> it was like, who, MVP? Mm hmm. I think that was that was it. It was just like, and granted, MVP was awesome. He did he did he, a good job as like did, that manager he, character. You yeah, got to give it to him. I will. I, I'm not the biggest fan of MVP, but damn it, he, boy, he he really needed MVP. He needed Cedric, mm-hmm. and he needed Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of which, at some point during the match. The Hurt Business runs down to the ring mm-hmm. to try to save Bobby and Goldberg uh, uh, punks uh, both of them. <laughs> yeah. 
and then gives this is the also the go home for the match gives the slowest run i have mm-hmm. ever, it wasn't even a run he walked he power walked <laughs> up to Bobby and speared him off of the stage. Well, dogs, you can only ask so much for a man of his age. I, I would ask that he would stay home <laughs> and take some Someone metamucil. Get his caretaker. That's uh, what, this man is sick. Really, where, where, where is his son? I mean, right. <laughs> where now. is that kid? That's what started this. Didn't whole we have damn a whole thing. thing with his kid? Yeah, Gageberg. Gage, Gageberg. Littleberg, <laughs> Youngberg, because yeah, MVP he he jumps on uh, Gageberg jumped on MVP's back and right. Well, uh, and Lashley had a whole thing against Bronzeberg. Yeah, so <laughs> and that's what got this whole damn thing started. Um, well, how how many melts did you give it? Well, I I ended up giving this three melters. Now. Most of those are because of Bobby. Uh, yeah, that's more Melters than I've ever given Goldberg in a Goldberg <laughs> match. Even when Goldberg was in the Nitro era, the Attitude era of wrestling, and he was young and still sucked. Uh, <laughs> I have I, never given him three Melters for anything. Had there ever been like a redeeming moment of Goldberg that you were just like, you know what, I'll give you that. I, uh, because we have not had that moment. I have seen him do jobber matches on Nitro back when it was going on that he was impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, no. I, it was very evident that Goldberg never knew what he was doing. Mm. And now he's old and still doesn't know what he's doing. Right. I mean, like, probably one of, like, the biggest disappointments when I was watching Goldberg with y'all is uh, when he was, I mean, and again, is with Bray Wyatt, you know, oh. just destroyed a, an amazing character, mm-hmm. just buried the shit out of him. It's, it's ruined. I mean, and that was and truly... On- because that was he, that, that was, was the, almost the other than him being set on fire by Orton, that pretty much was the nail in Bray mm-hmm. Wyatt's coffin. And especially when you were in a botch of because that was the oh. one thing we when we were watching this match when mm-hmm. he was doing what is it called the jackhammer, the jack yeah. yeah yeah because when he was at Crown Jewel, mm-hmm. when he was going up against Bray Wyatt, he tried doing the jackhammer on Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt was a bit too big for him. You know, Goldberg can only lift so, so much. much. A man of his age. And, and damn near it, dropped him on his head. Uh, yep, almost busted Bray Wyatt real good. Wait, speaking of that, I think everybody in the... Even Katie... Uh, Katie Bearden, who is uh, a friend of the show, yes, uh, she's she loves she Goldberg. Loves Goldberg, but we all were watching tonight, and Goldberg hooks Bobby, and you know the yeah. jackhammer is coming, and we all held our breath mm-hmm. because he got him up there, and he held him for a very long time now granted anybody that knows anything about being suplexed 
jackhammered, what have you, knows one go at getting up to the top. That's on you. Mm-hmm. Coming down, that's on the guy doing. That's the, on, the lead. The lead. Yes. Um, Bobby was good enough that he can get himself up there and hold himself in position and even do a little selling while he was up there. Mm-hmm. Um, coming down, boy, he Bobby had to kind of turn himself. Yeah. He almost didn't make it because Goldberg just straight dropped him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That, we, were, we were just like, oh, we're going to – we might have another one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but thankfully, no. It, hats off to you, Bobby. You you got through it. Let's yeah, I mean, not do that he, again. He, you know, it cost you a bit of blood, but you, you did it. Yeah. And a lot of sweat. Yeah. I gave this match three melters. Goldberg goes over. Of course he did. Um, he's undefeated in Crown Jewel. Uh so I think if I, I could be wrong about this, but I think he has one match left. I think three appearances, one match. I, I could be wrong about that, but I'm thinking that's for what's this, in his contract. For this run? Yeah. Mm. And I'm hoping to God that he doesn't resign. Mm. Uh, Do you think we're going to have a, uh, a last, kind of like what we had with Undertaker with Goldberg? Jesus, I hope like a, not. Like a, like a send-off for Goldberg. You think we'll ever get that? God, I I hope we don't. I really... No, I don't think we will. And no. I'll tell you why. Because he's been gone before. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we never had a send-off for him. He's not a WWE creation. That is true. Uh, so, no, I don't, I don't think we're going to send him off. Okay. I think we're just going to let him drift out to sea and we're not going to set that just, just kick the dog outside <laughs> yeah. take the leash off kick it outside and there we go uh, moving into our next match now we have big e yes. our wwe champion uh. versus the challenger drew mcintyre yeah okay um Good match. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I never dislike anything Big E is in. I, I don't either. I, I love Big E. He is, he is an Adult Swim character incarnate. Yes, he is. I love that man very, very much. Yeah. Now, I, I like Drew. I, I, he, he's a decent hand. He's a big guy. He's a mm-hmm. strong guy. He's a good-looking guy. He's... WWE tailor made. And I mean he he's got the most unique story of all sure. of all WWE most of WWE essentially yeah. more in the lens of the pandemic era. Right. Where right. he was the heavyweight champion f- during the pandemic. And, and you know, God bless anybody that had to go through that shit. It, it was a limbo mm-hmm. of a history because I just remember watching a uh, WrestleMania you know, when it was, you know, during the pandemic. And it was just like, I really hope this this is a part of, like, 10 years from now. I hope to see this on, like, PBS's Masterpiece Theater. Yeah. Because, like, it is real fascinating to watch with no audience. Yeah. And just 
having to work with that. It just, mm-hmm. for me, it makes Drew McIntyre important. It, I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And yeah, having said all yes, that, having said all that, yeah, you guys feel what's coming, but yeah, since he has lost the title, uh, WWE, I don't want to say they've turned their back on him. No. I mean, the fact that he's still, but you know, he's still. He's lost a lot of credibility. Yeah. And he's lost a lot of credibility, you know, seeming to be with uh, the office and with the fans. Yeah. Uh, now, he didn't tonight. Over in Saudi, he was he was really over. Yeah. Of course, everybody was over uh, tonight. Uh, but yeah, um, you can feel that there's a shift. There is a shift, and I, I just, I'm almost wondering why did we have to do this match? I'm not mm-hmm. saying it wasn't good; it was really good. Oh, it was fun. Uh, but why did we've already had? Uh, how, how many? Uh, we've already had a face versus face match tonight. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to have two face versus face matches? Because mm-hmm. uh, we had uh, Zelina Vega versus uh, Piper Nevin, and that that's a face versus a face. So why are we doing it a second time? The first one we kind of understand that was for the it was a tournament, yeah. and that's just the way it works sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really work for a world title, especially since we've already had one in the lower tiers of the match. Because what was what was the lead-up to this match, story-wise? I'm trying to remember. It was literally Drew came out and said, I challenge you to a WWE <laughs> championship match. And That was very good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I worked on that but, for all the way <laughs> all the way up, up here. here. <laughs> Two beers in and you're an expert. <laughs> but but yeah, it's so that so that was just it. It was just a me me want that, give me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I mean, it. Well, I mean, you know It's weak. It's weak. Yeah. And something like that is usually better with a face and a heel. Or it's or at least like not as face as big e yeah you know because like i know there were times with like you know nxt Mm 1.0 and aew they're a bit better at that kind of story because i just think it's they just have a better vibe about it yeah where it's just like everybody still has an attitude you know it's everybody has more of a sense of like being out for themselves Mm -hmm. and it's this more anti-hero kind of vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, or it's just very much more chaotic. It it just makes for a better story. It makes for a better venue makeup. Uh, It just, it looks better on the program. Right. As Cornette would say. Uh, But when you have two baby faces, yeah, it, it can get a little stale. And, uh, and again, I'm not talking shit about this match. I thought the match was was very good. Yeah. Um, but why did we need it? We we didn't need it. Uh, Biggie goes over here uh, with the. Uh, oh God, I I constantly am forgetting the name of his move. 
the, I'm drawing a blank. It, too. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, well, a, he fin- he fin- he uses his finish and and he gets the he three retains counts. he retains his WWE championship. He shows respect to uh, Drew as he's walking back up. He calls his belt his baby. Yeah, he, he it's my baby. kisses it. <laughs> uh, it's mine. I love Big E as the he's, champion. He's fantastic. Uh, it's like God, God bless Big E. We yeah. need we need more people like Big E. And I gave this match uh, three and a half Meltzers. Yeah. Um, now we're gonna go into. Uh, the triple threat match. Now, this is for the women's title. Well, we have one match before this, though, because we still had Xavier Woods oh my and God, Finn I Balor. Forgot, I forgot about that. Jesus, thank you. Yeah, so we need to talk about King of the Ring. Yeah, King of the Ring. That's what we're here for, man. Yeah, because um, first coming out was Finn Balor, yeah. you know, being the crossover of old Finn Balor from SmackDown, mm-hmm. babyface Balor, and then badass Prince Balor from NXT. Yeah. And it's like now that he's being called back up, he's this weird mashup of the two. Yeah. When he also has to now go again with the 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 big shows rules. Yeah. Not talking about Paul White. Um yeah, big Holly- Vince's rules. Yeah, big Hollywood rules. Right. And just anybody that can do that. Mm-hmm that can stay within the confines of the rules or break them and get away with it, you have my respect because that's what makes a superstar in the WWE, the people that can stay within the, like, honestly, Seth Rollins. Yeah. He can make, he can make and break his own rules because he's that freaking good. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we have Xavier and Finn. Um, I'm not taking anything away from them. But when Finn came back, there is a disconnect there. Yeah. It's slight. It's and I'm not saying that he wasn't good. He was fantastic. Oh, this tonight. this was the smoothest match of the night. Right. To me, in my opinion, that is Great wrestling. Oh, it was phenomenal. Where it was, and again, Katie saw it tonight too. And I agree with her when saying this. Wrestling is amazing when it looks like a dance, when it looks right. like real performance art. And and it's it's so watching that match reminded me of whenever Shelby would show me PWG videos. Oh yeah. Oh and yes. seeing just the absolute Cirque du Soleil dancing that those guys do. And who could have a better dance partner than Finn Balor and Xavier freaking Woods, man. The most supportive performer you're ever going to work with. Yeah. And, you know, and Xavier, he has that cult, and I'm a part of that cult following of up, up, down, down. Like Absolutely. Those, if it weren't for the party... Mm-hmm. We wouldn't know what to do with, our, with ourselves during the pandemic, right? And watching those guys play Uno, and it's like the greatest sense of friendship you're ever gonna have and ever gonna see. Like, how could you not have a perfect match with Xavier Woods, especially, but only because you know he's paired with some guys that he really had to do a lot of 
carrying around, but this match was one of those matches where it's just like these two are part of the best. Yeah. Like these two are the best that WWE has. Among only among a handful of them. Mm-hmm. Like they are two of them. And it is it, it I loved it. I thought it was a great match. I didn't I didn't see a lot of error. No, that, I, and I didn't either. And just talking about Xavier, uh, I have been saying this since we started the podcast. Xavier is my vote for your next world champion, uh, WWE, Universal, whatever. That's my guy. Yeah. It's, uh, there is absolutely no reason he should not have it. The only thing that I can think of is Vince is like, well, he's in the new day, and yeah. that's a silly gimmick. And the thing is, we like, already got a new gay guy being the yeah. belt. It's it, no this. He's he's a good looking dude. He's got the body for it. Yeah. He's got the moves for it. He's got. He can cut the promos. Mm-hmm. What else do you want out of your world champion? Are you trying to tell me that Xavier Woods does not have the charisma to be a world champion? I don't think so. No. He's totally he he's the man. He he's is. the man. And I feel like this is the closest we're probably going to get to that for a while or at yeah. least something to hold the audience over yeah you know because we don't know what exactly he's going to do with the king of the ring gimmick because we you know baron corbin drew that out for god how many years yeah I mean, he it was a full he year was king Cor- I mean, it, it was a full year yeah okay yeah probably it, a just, little it more felt than. it felt longer because i was just like uh, just, Ed, you you didn't say his name properly oh i didn't no it's oh. happy corbin. oh that's right he's happy now yeah before he was poor now he is happy yeah therefore he gets the name happy corbin well, creative was just a doozy that well, day. Well, huh? weren't they though? It's I mean, it's they almost just, as good as Dewdrop. Ah, oh, Jesus! <laughs> I just did. You guys just make that up? No, what? no. Is that you a can, thing that happened? You can Google that. Happy Corbin. Happy yeah. Oh, Corbin. yeah. Corbin. That's that, real. Yeah. I, that that's a thing that's happening. I hate everything about that. I, that's, don't that you is, though? That is the correct response. It is another dumb thing they got him doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a crackerjack bunch of creative right there, baby. I mean, I see it in NXT now every week and be like, "Wow, so it is your fault." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just like, all right, it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. It's just the blinding lights of creative. But I will say this: we uh, Xavier Woods goes over and is your new king of the ring, which and. God Absolutely. Mighty, what a match. The go home on this was a slingshot, rear naked uh, sling blade, mm-hmm. which I don't think I've ever seen anyone do that before. Mm. It, was, it was incredible. It was beautiful. It was just the prettiest damn spot. Uh, and, you know, if somebody wants to get into an argument with me over 
uh, which match was the best, and they say this match, I can't put up much of a fight because no. it was damn good. I, it was it was flawless, honestly. Yeah. And I, I also, <laughs> this, this was also with uh, Zelina, is that n- neither her nor Woods could get the cape on. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no, I don't know what it was. It might have been. Why do we have the cape anyway? Hey, it's flair, and, you know. Like and I do. Also, what I remember from King of the Ring, there's always been the king or queen's mm-hmm. loyal subjects. Oh, to really? Put the damn cape on for them. Oh. I don't know why we couldn't get those subjects there. It might be COVID rules. <laughs> Well, we had them. We had all those Did guys we have walking out with Goldberg. Oh, if you would think, yeah. Didn't they do that with Corbin too? I, I don't know because I don't remember <laughs> who was King of the Ring after Corbin. Uh, the, actually, the grizzled young vets were his subjects there for a little while. You really? Yeah, you don't remember that? N- no, I yeah. don't. I WWE is it right was, about one thing. It's like we are just forgetful creatures. Yeah. It, <laughs> I don't remember that it didn't, at all. No, it didn't it didn't last very long at all. I mean, I'm thinking three weeks. But really? yeah, that, that happened. God. Mm-hmm. I, I feel so sorry about the grizzled young veterans because they're amazing. They are. And yet they I I don't remember the last time. I'm they sorry, had a belt. it's not the grizzled young. Oh it's no, the forgotten sons. Oh, sorry. Oh, how dare you? I know, I, I know, I know. See again, it just shows how right WWE is that we're just easy to forget and yeah. easy to believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I gave this four Meltzers. It's I'm so happy that Xavier it was Woods good. is now the king of the ring. Yeah, I hope. That that this might gimmick. lead to the to a title, or I mean, it's like because I don't know how like serious you take the King of the Ring as a title. It depends. It it really depends. The the King of the Ring has catapulted uh, wrestlers mm. into a list stars such as Austin and Booker uh, T, Triple H, Booker T. I mean, it's well Booker T, but yeah. Um, I mean, several superstars have yeah. gone on to greatness because of that. Um, I would, but it, then here in recent yeah. memory, um, like people like Baron Corbin, yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that happened. I uh, forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he's still technically. Well, he's not anymore, but uh, oh, yeah, because yeah, he got booted out of the King of the Rings. So. Mm. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, but I, I I agree. I give it I give it four. Yeah, I I think it was I thought it was a great match. Flawless, two awesome performers. Absolutely. So now we'll go in. Now we go we go to the ladies. Yes, the triple threat match for the women's title, and yeah. that is Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair. Um, it's basically the same kind of feud we've been seeing. It's just Bailey's not there. Right. Um, I, I, I mean, you know, once again, it is what it is, guys. Um, I don't, I, I had kind of made the joke, but I'm also looking for an excuse 
as to why this match. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that it stunk. Because mm. it, I don't think it stunk. But Would you say predictable? It was very predictable. Much like the Nevin uh, yeah, Vega by, match. Yeah. It was very slow. It was very choppy. And it was extremely spotty. Yeah. Which I know... It was you know, probably the longest match of the night. Probably the longest match, or at least it felt that way. Yeah. Um, and I know going into a triple threat match, you gotta it's gotta have a lot of spots. I get that. Not spots that are so predictable you can see them coming from a yeah. mile away. You got time to comb your hair. Yeah. It's 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 too much. And this happens every time I try to put over the women's division in WWE. I'll, I'll like, yeah, they're they're coming up, they're coming up. It's a, you you really should take a look at this. Yeah. And then you see a match like this, and they're like, this this is what we're watching, huh? It they're usually better. Yeah. And now I've got to backpedal and defend it. Um, Having said all that, it wasn't the worst match on the card, no, uh, no. but it was extremely spotty. Uh, few botches. They covered nicely. Yeah. Uh, one of them in particular, uh, they were supposed to do a, uh, a mock-up into a bulldog, and uh, I want to say that was Becky and Bianca. I could be wrong about that, yeah. but I think it was. Well, it, it looked a lot of this match. It just looked like it was Becky and Sasha fighting, mm-hmm. and then Bianca would come in, do a do an amazing athletic feat, and yeah. then go back out of the ring for a minute. Yeah, it's like that was a lot of the beginning. Yeah, and I mean, I I love Bianca. Mm-hmm. She is extremely strong and extremely talented, and it Very. did. This match did showcase that, you know, one-handed yeah. gorilla press slam, mm-hmm. guys. That's what happened tonight. That's what we take away from this match. Yeah, one-handed gorilla press slam. Mm-hmm. Look, that's. I mean, it's just again. I'm. I don't know, man. I'm tired of seeing the same match over and over again, and it's. Yeah. And it's nothing against Becky or Sasha. It's just all of this is about the writers. Yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's just I don't know. I'm just I'm I want to see new people, you know. And I don't, like, I need I don't Bianca. necessarily want to see new people. I want to see the people that we've got with with some fire. I yeah. want to see them have a story. I want to see them I, I want to see them have a reason to give a shit about why they're there. Yeah. They are the, I will admit, even the ones that I don't like, I have to admit, they are the best in the world at their craft. Otherwise, Vince wouldn't have them on the roster. I'll give you that. Um, but it's, if you're not going to give them a story, then they're just a bunch of muscle heads that can do yeah. some athletic stuff. Yeah, and I think that that's what it comes down to with me when it, when I say that is just I didn't care a lot about this match. Just bottom, mm. just bottom line. Yeah, like you know, I didn't I didn't care about this feud once you took the belt off Bianca the way that you did. Right. It's like when it was that twenty second, you know, roll up whatever that. It just even out of s- out of absolute nowhere. Yeah, 
I'm just like, okay, why do I care about this if that's what you're going to do? And looking back at the video package, uh, uh, we were looking back at that earlier, and I believe it was you that said it. They're really proud of this. No, that was Chris. Uh, oh, that okay? Yeah, that was yeah, that, that was, was Mr. Barnes. That. Uh, and that, and he is correct. Yeah, they they are so proud of that package. And why? Why did you think that was good? Yeah, it's I. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's a million ways you can go here to critique what's happening. Well, it just, it, again, it, it is the same thing that happened to Kofi. Mm-hmm. It's a big, big change, this big turnaround, or like this big, just like model change or whatever. And they're just like, hey, you, that's worked so hard and has mean the world to countless of our fans. Yeah. We're going to take it away from you. And bringing back Becky as a heel, in my world, this is a terrible idea. You have heels. You've got Carmella. And I I don't care what people say, Carmella's a good hand. She is, yeah. Yeah, Um, You gotta give her that. Uh, you you love to hate her. Yeah, you also have the recently returning to action Sonya Deville, mm. another good hand. That's right. Uh, which they've done nothing but job her out as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my uh, my notes just went down for a second. Uh, you, you've got all of these players. You didn't need your top female draw. To go heal and lose that revenue source. Yeah. Are you telling the the man shirts weren't selling? Are you really telling me that? Come on now. I, I don't buy that. And you, no, not for a second. And that and that's just the whole thing about it. It's just again, it just comes down to creative. Yeah. That's what made this match not that great. Right. Because these are amazing talents. They really are. They're, some, they're three of the best women's wrestlers we have in the genre. Mm-hmm. And it just felt stale. Yeah. And that's why I gave this... Ma- oh, uh, Becky uh, retained her title. Yeah. Uh, I gave this two and a half Meltzers. Uh, not a ton to say about it. That's, yeah. that's about it. Um, let's move into the main let's event. Let's move it. Let's go into it. Let's go into the big man, the big kahuna, the big chili boy. Um, this was my favorite match of the night. Yeah, I said that. Boy, you guys should have seen the look oh, yeah, David yeah. Hensley gave me. Yeah, Hensley, uh, he walked out to make sure everything was prepped and ready for the yeah, podcast. Accidentally on purpose. And I mean, who? you can't blame him. No, you know, because it's like uh, after the last few months be, we've had the last the year of Roman Reigns we've been yeah, having. What are you what do you expect? Is are you expecting a five star? Of course not. So yeah, I don't blame you. Um I had a lot of fun with Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. It it was one of those matches where I was just like Okay, so let's where does this go now? Yeah. Because we had a lot of money on him losing that title. So, spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Well, but we'll get there. But it was just, we had 
we had so much faith mm-hmm. that it was going to go the way that we wanted mm-hmm. just a, just a month ago. Yeah. Once they announced that Brock Lesnar was back in our faces. You guys had faith? Right. Yeah, right. Well, people around us well, did. Well, I mean, you got to <laughs> look, David, there are days you just got to have something to yeah. get through it. Sometimes you just really need that light yeah, sometimes to deep, turn green. Yeah, sometimes deep breaths <laughs> and water can't really do everything. <laughs> you got to have a little faith that maybe, maybe WWE will do what we want. And look, I understand why that happened. Um, I mean, that's why we're going to talk about it. Um, This was two bulls just charging at each other. Sexy. It was. It it was sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like going back to um to what we talked about earlier. It's just Brock Lesnar has grown so much. It's that he just seems he's having a lot more fun on the mic. He yeah. knows how to he knows how to work it. And it this whole storyline with the custody of Paul Heyman yeah. is just honestly, it's fascinating. It could be cringy. It could be just art. I don't even find it cringy. I find I love this storyline. I absolutely love it. And this is I, I've again. I've been saying this since Roman turned heel. I, I've been saying, guys, the story's good. The story's good. And then the bell rings. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that I ever said the story is good, guys. And then the bell rang, and I got what I needed. It it wasn't the match of the night, not by a long shot. Yeah. It was because it's a standard Brock Lesnar match. Mm-hmm. It's a standard Roman Reigns match. But there was so much build up to it. Not only that, you had that Saudi crowd that was pulling for Brock and pulling for Roman. They didn't know who to pull for. You got Heyman on the outside that was damn near crying. My tribal chief. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my tribal chief. The, it was, it, it it brought good psychology to it. Yeah. Even yes, you had, well, how many did Lesnar? Oh my God! Uh, was it five uh, uh, Germans? It, it was it was less than a handful. Yeah. Which it, which is impressive for a Brock Lesnar match. Right. And maybe three, uh, uh, F fives and. I'd I'd say about two or three. Roman did what Roman usually yeah. does, uh, without the soliloquies. I I, I saw no that, soliloquies this that time. That was the most surprising to me, because every Roman Reigns match, for the last year, we would get like a Henry the Fifth monologue spoken spoken in to himself to himself inaudibly. It's like watching it's. You know, there's there's a there's a scene in one of one of my favorite plays, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Mm-hmm. The comedy to Hamlet. There's a scene of them watching Hamlet say his own like monologue and soliloquy, and Rosencrantz goes, "What is he doing? He's talking to himself." <laughs> <laughs> and it that's how I felt with Roman Reigns, where it's just like it's it 
you talking to? <laughs> and then by the time he beat the fiend, or no, not the fiend, by the time he beat the demon king, right? it was just like, oh, so you're speaking to God now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like they have the spotlight and everything. Yeah. And that's not what we got tonight. No, we uh, didn't. We got, again, two bulls in a china shop. Yeah, it was a straight, for the first time in a long time, we had a straightforward Roman Reigns match. Yeah, it was, yes, Roman did all the moves that he knows how to do several times over. So did Brock. Mm -hmm. Fully expected it. And then we had a ref bump. Charles Robinson sold that F5. Good on you, sir. Like... I like he you. Christ died for it. He 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 sold it like he was on commission. You gotta love it when the ref like does a spot. Yeah. Like we, you know, following NXT, we always follow um uh Daryl. Uh he was the Indian referee. Yeah. Uh, Indian American. And he, he did a spot with uh Brizango like a few months ago. Right. And it was amazing. You just when the ref is great, the ref mm-hmm. is great. And that's what I believe I even said this tonight. There's only a handful of refs that are worth a damn on the planet. Most of them are mediocre. And, well, I would say some of them are mediocre and the rest of them just suck. That's yeah. just, that's, that's not being mean. That's just the way it is. Being a referee requires so much knowledge and so much not not charisma but you you have to have so much knowledge and and the realization that you are actually refereeing this match Mm -hmm. and yes there's going to be spots in here that you're supposed to do something and be in a certain position but regardless you are in charge Mm -hmm. of both of these people, sometimes six people, sometimes more. Mm-hmm. And most referees don't realize that. Or they will try to take the spotlight for themselves. Yeah. It's it's a very difficult line to walk. And that's why I say there's only about seven or eight on the planet that are worth a damn. Right. I mean, it I mean, being a ref, it's the quintessential supporting role. Yeah. And, you know, there there are a few that can actually, like, do it to a point where it's an art form. <laughs> right. And Charles Robinson is one is. of those referees. Oh, yeah. And he took that ref bump. Heyman grabs the universal title, and he holds it like a baby for a minute. And he's he's trying to figure out, who is he going to toss that belt to? You know he's throwing the belt in, mm-hmm. but he's looking back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. And he finally, uh, he said something, and I, I didn't actually catch he, what he, he said. He said something to the effect of, you know what to do with this. That, there you go. And tossed it in the mi- perfect toss. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. Paul Heyman is not the most athletically he gifted person in the world and he put that belt with a little toss right he couldn't have tossed Mm -hmm. it more perfect it landed right in the middle of the two they both put their hands on it it turned into a tug of war match 
Brock being the stronger, pulls it away, hits Roman with it, and then here come the Usos again. Yep. <laughs> you know when a match is over, and yeah. you know which way it's going to go when the Usos show up. Now, that, is, that, is, that is a rule yeah. now. Now, Brock wasn't having it. He handle he takes care of the Usos uh, pretty quickly, but not before Roman hits him with a spear, mm-hmm. grabs the Universal title, smacks him one good time over the head. A new ref runs down, yep. and he gets the three count. Roman Reigns continues his winning ways. And it... At this point, I'm just like, you know what? Let's see what happens. Yeah. Because where do we, again, it's just where are we going from here? But it's the face of Paul Heyman as they are leaving. Yes. He did not expect Roman to win. He didn't. And that's he, why I love this because, guys, this story is not over it ain't over by damn sight and i think that's what because at first it's just like i cannot stand looking at this tribal chief's face i'm (laughs) so sick of this why do we keep doing this and it's a cut it's a custody battle with paul Heyman. it is paul Heyman's got to pick between mommy and daddy yeah who do you want to live with i i can i I can get into that do do you want to that sounds fun do you want to live on the island of Samoa, or do you want to live with the orangutan in Minnesota? <laughs> it's the it's a Doctor Zeus conundrum because it's just like you know you you go and hang out with with Roman and the family and the bloodline and all yeah. that, and then you go with Brock Lesnar that looks that looks like an orangutan started. <laughs> started a brewing company (laughs) like it's just the the first time i saw him i was just like huh so we're i wonder what his winery is like (laughs) which i mean hey it's a look it's It's, a fun look look, and i'll be honest i like the new look yeah i mean it's like like what we said earlier with randy orton and his mustache is Mm -hmm. that um he went straight into uh being amish with his beard yeah (laughs) and uh, yeah (laughs) It was like Chris made that point out where he's just mm-hmm. like, oh, he shaved his mustache. And so now it's just like the straight Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And for so now Roman retains. Uh, if anybody watched this past SmackDown, uh, you saw Brock Lesnar come out and beat the holy dog shit out of everybody. Oh, I didn't know that. And so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> This story is not even close to being over. We're going to get some more matches out of this, and I'm glad for it because I haven't seen Roman perform like that mm-hmm. with that kind of a backup, with that kind of an oomph. Mm-hmm. That was story. That was wrestling. That was psychology. And thank you to Paul Heyman yeah. for being the gimmick that holds this feud together. It, it really is on Paul. It is. Honestly. It, it is. It's like it he he is a master at the craft. So like, good. He, he has the best faces. He has the best reactions. Mm-hmm. He knows how to cut a promo yeah. better than 
anybody. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. It, to put him with Roman Reigns, and it's just to having, seeing the storyline now, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I want to see where this goes. Yeah. Because at this point, we've, you know, you've beaten the Demon King. Because, like, every match we've had with Roman Reigns up to this point mm-hmm. is him getting higher and higher and higher and higher on the, on the le- quote-unquote, the legend. Yeah. And, you know, after surviving the Demon King and being pretty much being called Jesus. Right. And then you go against the Beast mm-hmm. and you win. You're having this new story of this man with the Olympian ego. Yeah. And now it's starting to come into question when your wise man mm-hmm. has been talking to the beast a little bit. Yeah. And that's this is what the good story is. And this, let us not forget, this is something that I said was going to happen many months ago after with, with the Kevin Owens, the mm-hmm. Usos, uh, the uh, who, who else? Um, um. It's, it's, it's just a list. A, a list of of bodies in yeah. Roman Reigns' wake. I said this was going to say he's got to beat all of these guys. He he's got to beat them clean. He's got to beat them handedly yeah. in order for this to be plausible because we are building towards something. Yeah. And now, what are we building to? Jesus, fuck if I know. But right. because uh, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Among a lot of pop culture things is that we, I mean, I still remember when we watched Game of Thrones mm-hmm. every Sunday. We, it was a fucking religion to us. Oh, yeah. And then that last season happened, and we don't even talk about it anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> so right. it's, it's, that, it's that kind of fear that mm-hmm. I have yeah. where it's just like, so we're building, we're building, the dragons are coming, the zombies are here and all this stuff. And now we're getting to the big point. Which way are we going to go? Is it going to be, now, is it going to be this epic quarrel and you know, where the bloodline gets eroded from the inside out mm-hmm. Or is it just I hope something, not, because yeah. we've done that. We're doing that now with another story. Mm-hmm. And we, we do that with every fucking tag team that we have. I hope it's not going to be that easy. Um, All but, I know is I think that, Ted, you proved your own point that you made earlier, how quickly wrestling fans forget things. Exactly. <laughs> I think the fact that the both of you seem to think that this is going to build to some some sort of satisfying payoff, I that, think that, you're both setting yourself up for disappointment. I mean that that's what I'm saying. Well, you know? that's it's like, the thing, man. It's uh, I I am trying to have faith that this is going somewhere because the storyline. I am enjoying the storyline. There, it, it leaves one question. We've already got a list of bodies. In our wake, one of them now being Brock Lesnar, who I have said would be the one to beat the one. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know yeah. who's left. Now we've got a couple possibilities if we want to armchair book this. 
there is one person that is waiting in the wings right now who hasn't had a fair shake. And I'm talking about the Bearcat himself. I was wondering if you were going to... Again, it's... God. They really screwed up Keith Lee, man. Yeah, they did, but... But, I mean, where else are we going to go? You've got the Bearcat. Yeah. I don't want to say this, but the other option is carrying cross. We I don't see it. I, I don't see that as Has a Has he been on TV for the last two weeks? Uh, Has he? No. No. No, he hasn't. I think I think they're trying to get him get him out of there and be like, uh, yeah. give it give it three weeks. Give it three weeks. They'll forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We we got to get you out of that uh, yeah. gimp mask. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure out a new gimmick. <laughs> I, I I'm trying to think of somebody else uh, that's coming up through the ranks, or at least somebody that's um, ready. I mean, uh, the only other like NXT talent that's that's been called up is uh, Austin Theory. That I can. That I mean, I, uh, he's and not again, ready. Yeah, it's. Uh, I do think if they were to ever call up LA Knight, I think he's ready. But he's he, a heel. Uh, uh, yeah, I've you know, we we shit on L.A. Knight a lot in our household. But I gotta really. I, I, well, let me finish. I gotta say, he's a lot of fun to hate. Right, right. He's not a he's not a bad worker. He could be a I better. Think he's great. He could be a better seller. Sure. Yeah. But I think he would prosper. In the main roster than mm-hmm. NXT, I I think he's tailor made. Yeah. The main oh, roster. oh, you know it. It's like he is trying to be the Rock so hard. You are not the first person to say that. How can you? It's it's hard not to see it. You know, mm-hmm. the way that he acts, the way that he um, he executes himself, mm-hmm. especially when you, especially in this intro, especially you know throughout. Uh, his feud with Cameron Grimes, it he wants to be the Rock so bad, yeah. and honestly, he does it. He plays the character a lot better than what they're trying, you know, trying to do with like Roman and trying to make him like the next big thing. Right. I feel, I feel, La Knight would prosper in either Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I think he's gotten. I think he's he's outgrown NXT. In yeah. fact, there are a lot of people that I wish would leave NXT for the sake of themselves. <laughs> and I I dare say this. This is a stretch. But I did mention it earlier tonight. What if the power of being king of the ring went to Xavier Woods' head? He abandons the New Day and really starts to show his stuff. I mean, that it, that could be a good David and Goliath kind of story. Is is he, I could I could dig it. I think the I think there's a possibility Maybe. there for him to be the one to beat the one. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I would love I would love to see it if it ever happens. But you know, in order for this to happen, to right. make it believable, to make it credible, Brock has to be involved in this somehow. Right. That's the thing. It's going to have to be some type of triple threat match or Brock has to 
injure somebody or something like that because we've got to have that last minute kind of we got to have that Kofi mania yeah belief we've got to have that or like that moment when Becky you know when Becky got in into uh, I think it was like what survival series yeah that she was just like let me in the match and they were just Mm -hmm. like all right Becky get in the match yeah it's just like it's that sudden it's like a, cha- a new challenger approaches, right. like, just out of nowhere. Right. It's money in the bank without money in the bank. Yeah. So, overall, I gave this, well, I gave this match, uh, I gave it two and a half. Yeah. Um, not, not that it wasn't, I, I could possibly even go so far as to give it three melters because... I was entertained from the beginning of the match to the end of the match. Yeah. And look, isn't that what we're really here for in the first place? Uh, was honestly. it technically sound? Jesus, no. There was six moves the whole fucking match. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was entertained from beginning to end. As far as the entire crown jewel, guys, hats off to you. Um Best crown jewel I've ever seen. Yep. Was it better than WrestleMania like I saw some people saying? No. No. But it has been the more enjoyable pay-per-view we've had in a minute. Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been this is a solid stacked card. Yeah. Um and I gave the whole thing three melters. Um I could I could I could get along with that. Yeah. So let me ask you, since you are taking the role of the fashion plate this <laughs> of course, evening. Of course. I'm going to have to pose the questions to you. Oh, indeed. What would be your best dressed of the evening? My best dressed of the evening. Um, you know, it's hard to say, mm-hmm. you know, since this is Saudi Arabia. Right. And you can only, especially for the women, you sure. can only wear, you can wear they're two almost things. You can omitted. wear one thing. Yeah, they're, they're almost omitted from the competition immediately. Right. Um, let's see. I I mean, I always got to give it to either Big E or Xavier Woods because mm-hmm. and give them a shout out to their costume designer that mm-hmm. has all the different kinds of gear at every different kind of show. Yeah. I mean, even though I, this one wasn't different for No, Big it e, wasn't. He still had the New Day Godfather. Yeah, and so and so yes. did Xavier. It was the same, you know, it was the same uh, color palette. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I always love their costumes. Absolutely. I I mean, with the the tribute to Brody Lee, the times that they were Power Rangers, mm-hmm. the Mortal Kombat, Dragon Ball Z, like I I I always love their costumes. Absolutely. Um, so I would give it, you know, since he was he was the king of the ring, I'm going to give it to Xavier Woods. There you go. Right I mean, on. The, he's, a, he's a snappy man. He's a snap dresser. What would you say would be the worst one of the evening? Oh, Any man. one of the women. <laughs> They're um, all wearing the baggy pajama shirts. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Like, it's it's oh, not will, their fault. Say, it's not their no, fault. No, no, no. I will say, I think the one that I saw that I'm just like, that's got to be uncomfortable, is uh, Sasha Banks. Because what she had under her shirt and the black long sleeve, mm-hmm. it looked like a bedazzle set. like mm-hmm. a cho- Kind of like a choker. 
around her but it was like a part it was like a one suit kind of thing right but i mean her get up under her shirt was like all bedazzled and i'm just like that seems uncomfortable right what if one just just like pops in your neck yeah and i i don't know that i would say sasha banks i can do uh, i was just like everybody i'm a big believer in dressing comfortably Sasha, what you were doing did not seem comfortable. You could just kept it to the shirt and long sleeves. A lot of times, these are what the—that's the kind of costumes these ladies pray for, right? On. Because there's some things that can be uncomfortable for the wrong reasons. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Mr. Hensley, I know you didn't catch all of it, but do you have a best performance this evening? Uh, absolutely, it was the three camels. <laughs> there we go. We yeah. forgot about the three camels. Yeah. Actually, it was six camels. Yeah, it was. It was on uh, audience left and right. Yeah. Well, actually, it was seven camels, including uh, the one that... Uh, oh, how, how could we forget? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Matt Riddle's camel. Yeah. You, got, you know, you, you never say no to a camel. Right. Uh, worst performance? Oh, I don't have anything. I didn't think so. That's <laughs> a- <laughs> Well, you know what? I think that's going to do it for us. Um, Ted, thank you so much for stepping in as co-host this evening. This has been a little slice of heaven. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm really excited with this new space. And uh, now that that I'm closer i'm back i'm back home you know with me and shelby being in the new house got it's, over to the good side of the yeah, carolinas again. we did we did i mean i it was basically i was just boomeranging honestly right. go up to charlotte met my wife and came back here again there well you got to go up there for something yeah you so. know it was it was worth it i would say so <laughs> yeah i think she'd appreciate that yeah, she's all right yeah and you know <laughs> you know i love you shelby yeah. i'm only teasing yeah but you know i i wish chris was here you know, yeah, yeah. That he, but he had his responsibilities. Absolutely, and, absolutely. You know, and I hope you know. I hope uh, you can invite me back a few, a little bit more often. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it has been a joy. Yeah. Um. Again, guys, we want to apologize if the uh, acoustics are not the greatest. We're going to take care of that. We're yeah. we're working on it. It's a slow burn here at the Kayfabe Outpost. Uh, but we're going to get that taken care of. Uh, Hensley, what you got? Uh, well, we're sort of on a hiatus until uh, I get fully moved into this new space. Uh, but in a couple of weeks, probably around mid-November, uh, we're going to be continuing our Christopher Nolan filmography discussion. Next, we're going to be talking about Interstellar, mm. a film that I have seen once and did not really enjoy. So I'm going to be very interested to see how I feel about it my second time out. As I, I remember seeing it in the theaters once. And I mean, it it's not as fun as inner, as um Inception or um, Tenet. Yeah, no, honestly. that's mostly what I remember is uh, visually it was impressive. Oh, yeah. But uh, that was all I can really remember about it. Uh, so, yeah, but that's about it for right now. Um, yeah, just looking forward to getting uh, our new setup up and running. Yeah. Now, do, correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't NXT have a pay-per-view coming up? How long um, have it? So we don't know if we're going to have takeovers <laughs> oh. anymore. There has not been um, a big development on that we have not heard with this new nxt 2.0 we do know that there is uh halloween havoc next week okay but i think you and shelby are going to be talking about that 
Uh, yeah, because I'm co-directing, for our listeners out there, I know the two of you know oh. this, but for the listeners, uh, I am co-directing a show that Shelby is in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, meh, I have no idea when the hell the two of us are going to have time to record that episode. Right. But we'll, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Because, like, right now, we're just... She's just trying to figure out if there is even takeovers anymore. I mean, That's NXT. True. That's true. NXT 2.0 is just so up in the air. Yeah. I mean, I'm already not liking that we might be getting a shaved Cameron Grimes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like where that's going. I mean, that that's enough for discussion as it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, whoa, whoa, what do you got, Hensley? All right. Well, if you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us or you can search for Long Walk Productions and Long Walk Podcasts on Facebook. To see more of our original works or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. And as always, thank you for listening. And if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you are listening on. And for David Hensley and our guest host, Ted Patterson, this is David Two Dogs Hayes saying, guys, if you got out of bed this morning and you had a job to go to and somebody that cares about you when you get home, folks, this match is over and you just won via pinfall. Thank you for listening to This Is A Work.